Blog Talk Radio. Just oh, yeah. get them to talk, 
But uh, but Jim, no, you always come on here and you've got and it's great information. And obviously, I mean, you know, I keep bringing you back here because it's very popular. And I think people like it and they walk away for an hour with uh, with so much information. You know the subject very well too, because it's um, health is a big part of your lifestyle. So that's yeah, why the, the conversation flows really well. And also, there are so many tangents, and they're not really tangents, but they're points that come up in the conversation. That's why mm-hmm. I was I was laughing because yeah. I'm like, yeah, I keep a list too, and I'm like, oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you and, mentioned, and I, I, I want to point out real quick, though, too, is we're yeah. not an echo chamber here, you know, because we don't always no. see 100% agreement on these issues. And Absolutely, uh, you, we talk right. about a number of issues, but yeah. but I think both of us come from an from an intelligent, you know, a uh, um, you know a uh, an educated, literate perspective on this, and we also Correct. can sort of get through. The, uh, the the BS, the garbage that's out there, and the propaganda and everything, and so we ultimately end up at the same point, I think. But we kind of come from it from different viewpoints, different perspectives, and and so, and I I personally like that. I I always feel like I walk away from these conversations, you know, that much more knowledgeable about these subjects, and really testing my own beliefs as well too. So I appreciate Good it point. very much. Yeah. And because yeah. it's yeah, and um, you you mentioned this uh, study which came out in Scientific American yesterday, and. Scientific mm-hmm. American has done a, a does a good job of uh, what I call hits on alternative medicine and the, the, the whole category and you know when talk alternative medicine, including supplements, including other things, and they've done uh, a good job in the past week or so. <laughs> Yesterday they they just um, announced a study, um, and it's not just Scientific American; it's all over the news. But how health supplements? Just a headline alone: health supplements in quotes. You know, as if they're not healthy, send 23,000 to emergency rooms in the U.S. each year. And if you just, I'm sure you did, I just looked at the comments to this article, and the first person is mocking the whole idea that dietary supplements are indeed healthy. Uh, Somebody else quickly pointed out it's rubbish, which was nice, you know, that somebody did that. But the gist of it is, is that, um, you know, I don't like to say 100% things are hit pieces. I believe they're hit pieces. I think that there is an agenda to uh, discredit uh, uh, dietary supplements, to discredit alternative medicine, to discredit uh, people that want uh, non-GMO uh, foods, uh, to the people that want foods that are raised without pesticides and herbicides. I think there's a strong agenda there. Um, so whether this was a, a you know one of these hits that my belief system that these that this uh, the powers that be do, or, or whether it was just someone saying hey let's do a study on how many people end up in the ER from supplements you know people reasonable people can can disagree over that um, the study though the, I mean the headline is screaming um, how dangerous it is um, apparently but even the industry. The Council for Responsible Nutrition, and they don't—they wouldn't agree with what I said. They wouldn't see an agenda. They wouldn't see a—I uh, can't use the c-word conspiracy. They wouldn't see a conspiracy there. Even they said, uh, in their response, um, the results of this study reinforce that dietary supplements are safe products, particularly when put into context with the number of people, and that is over 150 million Americans who take dietary supplements mm. every year. Yeah. To put this projected number of 23,000 annual ER visits into context, we estimate that far less than one-tenth of one percent of dietary supplement users experience an ER visit annually. That percentage becomes even smaller when you eliminate the products that are not dietary supplements and exclude the ER visits that resulted from eye drops, ear drops, and other Mm. over-the-counter and non-dietary mm. supplement products inaccurately included by researchers to make their projections for dietary supplements. And right there, I mean, if, if all they have, and I say all they have, and I don't want to minimize going to the ER because there are people that go to the ER after taking uh, supplements and some of it might be legitimate. And we'll, we'll get into that because I'm, a, you know, like you yeah. said, this yeah, is... Yeah, I, I, I had an, I have an anecdote to share too and we'll get into that a little bit. Sure. About, and um, My uh, experience with niacin. I was going to say, I was just going to talk about the niacin flush. I'm glad you brought it up. I mean, yeah. it would scare I'll tell you about that years ago. That was oh, years yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. And um, so, but even with that 23,000, 
and like they said, you know, you're 150 million people use these things, mm. and um, um, you included, I mean, over-the-counter drugs. I mean, there are a lot of things, by the way, that were yeah. formerly by prescription, which have been yeah. shifted to OTC, and for people that don't know, I mean, over-the-counter drugs can be sold without a prescription. However, they are subject to uh, some regulation and oversight. People don't realize that a lot of prescriptions like um, it was the popular one for allergies uh, that used to be only available by prescription was shifted over to OTC, mm. meaning, okay, you don't need a prescription. Yeah. And there are very strong side effects. I mean, so to loop them in this bracket was really disingenuous. And even then, yeah. you know, it had yeah. a pretty small yeah. number. But tell yeah, us about yeah. the niacin flush, because if no one's ever had one, they're missing out. <laughs> it's a heck of an experience. I, uh, I, you know, I, I decided, you know, being the type of guy that I am, this was many years ago, um, I decided being the type of guy that I am, you know, niacin is, is, uh, is, is good for your cardiovascular system. So I decided, heck, you know, I'm going to go ahead and start taking 500 milligrams of niacin every day. And uh, and it was the middle of winter, and we just had a big snowstorm. And so I I popped this niacin in the morning along with my regular regimen of of, of uh, supplements, which is you know vitamin C and uh, uh, cod liver oil and the, you know the the uh, um, the omega threes and and I also take a hawthorn berry too on top of that and a couple other things besides that. And so I uh, I popped this niacin. And, uh, and I went out, uh, climbed up on my front porch and started shoveling. We probably had about, I don't know, 18 inches of snow the, the day before. And I'm shoveling this snow off of, and I start getting this weird feeling. I mean, I can't, you know, it's it's and it, it's, it's all very difficult to describe to, for anybody who's never had it. You know, you feel this almost tingling, you know, mm-hmm. in your in your body. And, uh, and it's this warm sensation. But there's also, you know, that you start feeling this. And then, of course, you get nervous and your heart start racing and you're wondering – Okay, I'm in my 30s here, and I'm really active. And come on, I mean, I can't be having some type of uh, you know, cardiac event or something here. And so I kind of calmed myself down a little bit. But the next day, I, I called my doctor, and I went to visit my my regular doctor I've had for a long time. And my doctor was actually very pro supplements. And uh, we started chatting about it. And you know, they, he gave me the EKG and everything. And he's like, "You're totally normal." And so he said, "What happened?" I started explaining what I did to the day, and he stopped me as soon as I said the nice, and then he laughed and he said, "Come on." He said, sure, you're a smart guy, you know. You, you, he said, you, you know, you know, the, what, what happens, you know, when you can, the side effects are sometimes the, the, when you can take niacin. And he said, I wish all of my patients would take niacin and would be able, some people just can't stand that, that feeling that they get. You get over right. it eventually, but I've gotten over it. But uh, but he, he just sort of chuckled about the whole thing. But I could see how, you know, if, if and it happened to me, and I consider myself pretty educated about about all of these things. But it was such a strange, unusual feeling that I, I absolutely, you know, I, 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 I wouldn't have rushed the ER, but, but I, I definitely felt very strange and very weird. And, uh, sure. and had I not had a smart doctor about this, who, who you know, who knew me and, and knew about, you know, all the stuff that, that I go through, then, uh, um, you know, then, then it may have elevated, I don't know, sent me to a cardiologist or something as a result of that. It, it could have. So, yes, yeah. it could yeah. have. And you, you definitely yeah. did the right thing. And listen, I mean, yeah. people who don't know about it, and most people don't know about it, and that's and you know to give credit to the uh, our establishment critics, and like I say, whether it's a hit or a legitimate critic, people in the dietary supplement industry and the vitamin overall need to do definitely a better job of letting people know what could happen. And the niacin flush is a very real thing. And like you said, you get. I mean, when I have it, I've had you know you get a literal reddening in the face. I mean, your your face. Yeah. If it's yeah. a severe reaction, can be as red as a tomato, and you feel a burning sensation. It's a very frightening thing if you've never had it yeah. before. And yeah. people do go to the ER from it, and hey, yeah, sure, you know, sure. or to their doctors, what happened? Yeah. And uh, they don't know what's going on. And that's, yeah. a, that's a fair point. And um, yeah. it's interesting that you talk about the niacin flush because that is—I um, mean, niacin's always been uh, promoted widely for for many things: detoxification, uh, cholesterol regulation, et cetera. Uh, niacin flushing is a part of some very controversial detoxification uh, Hmm. protocols. One of them Hmm. that was um, done by people affiliated with the Church of Scientology, they did uh, heavy dosages of niacin. And then, um, well, first of all, physical exercise, you're talking about, I don't mean like a little jog, I mean a serious run, you hit some niacin, 
And then shoveling 18 inches sauna. of snow off your, the roof of your front porch. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I mean, and then you do the That'll get your blood detail. flowing. Yeah. yeah, that'll get your blood flowing. The whole, exactly. The whole yeah. point is you get the blood flowing. You know, you're, 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 not, you're having this reaction, so they, like, want you to have it. And then yeah. you go into a sauna where you, you know, and the theory is you're sweating oh, out these toxins. It yeah, is interesting. Sure, sure. Everybody can look it up yeah. and, and see what you think. Yeah. And then, of course, that gets um, attacked. And people in the industry make non-flush niacin, too. God, you know, that must so be a pretty miserable experience, though. I couldn't even imagine. And, you know, because I still remember it to this day, and anybody who's ever had that, it's <laughs> difficult to, not to remember that. And then the idea of going in a hot sauna after, because you're already kind of feeling like you're burning up and you're sweating and everything oh, yeah. on top of it. And then you go sit in a hot sauna, and good Lord, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> too much. They, I mean, to their credit, and, yeah. you know, the, the that. Whenever you use the word Scientology, it you know, know, sends off alarms in some people. Yeah, but to sure, their credit, sure. they have had some pretty good um, yeah. success with detoxification, right. especially with people that have serious addictions. And again, yeah. you know, not promoting it. Look it up. Read it for yourself. Right. Anybody that's listening, yeah, yeah, you sure, can. Sure, sure. And and I mean, there's so many other things that can cause a reaction. And I've had the nice and flush. I mean, I've been sitting there at, at dinner. And and had one. <laughs> like yeah, people yeah, are yeah, looking yeah. like, what's your problem? People uh, get yeah. sens- people people have sensitivities to red wine, and well, we all know mm-hmm. it's sulfites and red wine, and then also histamines in wine, which people don't talk about too much, but histamines cause that reddening. Nothing to the extent of a true nice and flush, and then you know this monosodium glutamate MSG oh, yeah. provides some of these reactions. I know people that literally. Yeah come close to losing their breath um, from it. So there sure. are many things that can cause those um, allergic responses. Yeah. Or technically yeah. speaking, the niacin is not an allergic response. Right. Yeah. But it is definitely a response. So here we right. have this, you know, and they're like, well, we're, you know, I mean, is it an agenda? Are they trying to scare people away from supplements? Right. Reasonable people can disagree about the motive. Um but you know, like you know you Jim. But let me, let me, Jim. Sure. Let me pause you one. Second. Let me get, let me jump in here for one second. Let's, let's. You know, the, the, from what I read on this study, you know, you, you obviously spent a lot more time on this study than I did. But from when, and that's part of the reason why I had you on here is because, you know, you, you, you really do. This is your business. This is, this is what you do. And uh, from, from my reading of it though, was that they were largely focusing. When I read the, the particular article, I read a number of articles on it. They were, when you actually read the meat of the article, they were talking about largely stimulants. That people bought at you know over the counter stores like at, at you know pharmacies or grocery stores this type of stuff and people af- uh, effectively abusing these stimulants. So you're you're talking about you know everything that they put in there, whether it's uh, you know uh, what is it the the guanine or caffeine right. or any of these things in there, which um, you know you, I, I don't know. Um, you know, some of these are adaptogens that you can use, you know, in, in certain types of, uh, of supplements. But, but most of the people that I know who are heavily involved in uh, alternative health and alternative treatments discourage the use yeah. of these things because they just burn out your, uh, your adrenal gland. They burn out, you know, you, they, they effectively just burn out your body. And this 100% is what right. sending people yeah. to the hospital largely were these, yeah. these things they were buying there. So, it, it, mm-hmm. it's, you know, while they want to lump in, as I said before, you know, magnesium and beta carotene and, and some of the, the, these effective uh, supplements that have been used for forever, you know, they want to throw all that stuff into one batch. And that's what these headlines are, uh, um, you know, and whether you want to say, it, oh, this is just for profits and to get eyeballs on these articles – or if you want to say that this is actually a conspiracy to regulate uh, and to shut down uh, people's access, free access to these to these these type of uh, alternative health treatments, you know, either way they're fundamentally going in the same direction. So, you I, know, from my perspective, I don't care whether it's a conspiracy or not. You know, ultimately the end the end line is that they they want Congress and they want legislators to get involved to legislate uh, uh, against these things and to to make access, to limit our access to them. That's an excellent point, and and to follow up on that, you're you're right about the way some of these supplements are designed, ingredient wise, because in category wise, and they did identify categories, they identified weight loss, and that's a very controversial area, even among what I'll say responsible people in the industry. You know, what kind of product do you put out that's going to actually help someone lose excess fat, um, and 
we've never gotten into that category in 30 years. Yeah. And and one of the reasons why is because not just because a lot of them don't work. Most of the formulas have a high amount of caffeine and other type of stimulants. Hmm. Um, and that will, if somebody takes too much, you know, you get too much caffeine, your heart will race, you'll get um, uh, jacked up, so to speak. And if everything else in your life is unhealthy, you know, no one should overdo caffeine. You can have too many. No, and, and your body pushes back against right. This, your body you know, pushes back. That's that's it. So you're not actually you're not you're not improving health. All you're doing is masking. You know the the that the fact that your your lifestyle, the fact that you're not getting enough sleep, something Correct. in your life is disrupting your sleep, and you 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 have a, a poor diet. I mean that that's a lot of these, a lot of of right. the problems and why people turn to these things. Not not being disrespectful, but a lot of people that start on these weight loss products, I mean, they're not health people, health minded. Yeah. They're not eating well. Yeah. They're not doing anything. Typically, they're overweight. There's something missing. They want a quick fix. And they go to um, they go and they take the supplements, and there are some things in the formulas, like you say, adaptogens, uh, you know, astragalus, uh, rhodiola rosea. These are all legitimate adaptogens, but th- it's really just window dressing for all the the caffeine and the yeah. hard stimulants that are in there. Yeah. They take them, yeah. they feel terrible, uh, something, or they're flying around. You know, and yeah. you're right; it does burn out the adrenals. I mean, stimulants are fine. In yeah. moderation, one cup yeah. of coffee, for instance, has about 80 milligrams of caffeine, uh, and I'm saying one cup, it's about eight ounces. Uh, mm-hmm. When you go and you have a green, a cup of green tea, uh, a, a decent green tea may have one fourth, or even depending mm-hmm. on the range, one sixteenth yeah. of, I'm sorry, yeah. one eighth of of what a cup of coffee will. And then yeah. there are other Things in green tea, for instance, which have calming effects like this amino acid uh, that they've identified called theanine. So mm-hmm. it's it, it's apples and oranges. But that, now that is, yeah. and that is, and you're right. I mean, to, to be fair to the critics of, of the supplement industry, they're 100% right. And those products mm-hmm. are, they always get more watch when it, by the regulatory authorities. And maybe that's not such a bad thing. Another area that gets a lot of attention are male enhancement products. Mm, and right. Yeah, and, you know, it's kind of yeah. a joke around here because there <laughs> people will call constantly and, you know, God bless them. I, I want something that's going to help me. And it could be somebody our age. It could be someone who's pushing 90. Mm. And, um, <laughs> you know, the... Uh, yeah. the, the the famous Valentine line was no we're not touching anything like like you know we always the 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 owners of the of Carotech always considered that to be uh, very uh, you know um, beneath them I'll just say it as yeah. it is you know we're not sure, touching sure, sure, sure. these types yeah. of pills get away from right. them. but I'll tell you what I mean there it, it's a big part of the industry so me of course yeah. I'm like hey you know could we do something honestly. And I would present some research or something on legitimate products that help increase testosterone right. health. And no, uh-huh. get out of here. But that is an important part of life. And, uh, and, it but, is. But, but it, all you're doing is, is people are, again, you know, getting back to what you said before, is that uh, you are simply trying to find a quick fix to mask massive problems in your lifestyle, whether you are under huge amounts of stress from your work or you're not sleeping or your diet is poor or you know, on and on and on. You want to walk into a grocery store or walk into a pharmacy and buy one pill and pop a pill and expect it to solve your problems. And that's right. just not going to happen. And responsible uh, companies like 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 your company, like Caratech, you know, it, I, I I would hope that you would tell them that you know that that listen, I mean, you know, th- this is a complicated subject. You can't just take one yeah. pill and expect it to work for you. You know, you have to reevaluate your life, and uh, it's important to do that. And uh, as Americans, we are, you know, we're led to believe that you can go to a doctor, a doctor prescribes you a pill, you leave that, boom, you're all better. 
you know, and you're you right. can go back to eating fried chicken, uh, you know, all day, all you know, McDonald's and and uh, and fried chicken you can, and uh, yeah. You can eat your get your hydrogenated fats. You can get yes. your GMOs. You can get your glyphosates. You can get your yeah. all your junk. But all, and then you don't yeah. even have to exercise. That's another thing. Back drink to the your soda. Water. You know, drink, drink your, your soda. Yeah, your diet and sodas. On and on and on. And you, you don't do even need to get out want. of the car. Because you can just go up to the drive-through window and get a three thousand or four thousand calorie meal with a drink there, and sit in your car in your seat and consume all of this. Hey, but I popped my pill this morning, so I'm I'm okay, you know. And, okay. and this is the this is to me that's really one of the the fundamental problems in this country. Yeah, and, it is. Uh, I agree uh, with, with you. this. You know, yeah. It's funny you say that because this is what we try to do here at our company. We write about things that don't have anything to yeah. do with supplements. We say, look, if you mm-hmm. really want to be health-minded, you need to correct your diet. We don't make a dime mm-hmm. off you know. And I hate to say we don't make a dime off that, but when you're attacked as somebody that, oh, all you want to do is sell pills, whatever, you know, being yeah. a part of this yeah. disreputable right. health supplement industry. So we spend a lot of time in our publication writing about, um, you know, Mother uh, gives uh, uh, good recipes about um, proper eating and diet, where yeah. to get things. I mean, you know, and it's because if you're going to have a, a higher level of health, if you don't eat well, forget it. And if you don't have yeah. a good outlook, it can, you know, deter your enjoyment in life. And you're and and you're right. And and I'll tell you one thing that is very disturbing in the industry that is. It's known, but it hasn't been pursued by authorities well enough. And that's this spiking issue with male enhancement uh, supplements. Mm. What do I mean by that? Mm. There are many herbal formulas that contain the active ingredients of Viagra, uh, Cialis, and and it's called spiking. And it's known. All you have to Google spike herbal, you know, Viagra. You'll see things from the FDA warnings. Hey, you know, we warned these companies years ago that we tested their, this is the FDA, they tested their products, and they have the analogs of Viagra. So it's like, and that was a big, another... Really? uh, Oh, yeah. Does that come from China, or is that, that that, that can't be stuff that that pops up? Because I remember years ago reading about... Most of the time... Yes, they come from China. They're actually blended in China, the ingredients. And yeah. they found one from Korea, um, different Asian countries. Mm. Where, yeah. And this is a serious problem because there is, you know, to back up, you're right, lifestyle, perspective, how you function, how you eat in particular. Yeah. Yeah. But men, especially um, our age, a yeah. lot of men suffer from low T. It's called low testosterone. Right. There's many sure, things sure. in the environment, endocrine disruptors, even this atrazine we've talked about. That oh, will, yeah. I mean, all kinds of things, plastics, uh, even mm-hmm. having your cell phone or your yeah. laptop, radiation can affect right. testosterone. Yeah. Many, many things. And, 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 and <laughs> soy is a big problem right. with testosterone. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Stress. Stress. Stress is a absolutely. huge issue. Yeah. You know? So you, yeah. we have all these different factors and that's why I would always try to gear back to a legitimate testosterone product but you know you know no because it's not something we want to get into so there is a legitimate need to boost it if you sure. eat good fat etc it'll boost it if you lift some weights some iron it'll mm-hmm. help there's many things you can do aside mm-hmm. from taking yeah. anything but when I when right. we found this out I'm like well why the hell pardon me aren't they pouncing on these people that are spiking yeah. these herbal supplements you know with mm. uh uh, active drugs, and yeah. people don't know how much uh, Viagra is in the equivalent yeah. is in any particular pill, and they're sold a lot of times in uh, gas stations, extremely high priced, you know. And yeah, um, you, know, you go and you say, "Oh my God, five dollars for a little pill? Why?" Now this is an area, and again, we've talked about regulation in past few yeah. shows and different philosophies. Right. You know, libertarian, yeah. non-libertarian. Right. Something should be done about people that spike sure. uh, uh, supplements yeah. with drugs, and they do always use the window dressing again. Like you said, stress. Um, rhodiola, for instance, is very helpful with handling yeah. stress, and when you're right. dealing with a male and a male problem, let's say. It could be stress-related. It could be many things. Sure. Um, yeah. 
But that's spiking, and it was in the headlines. Again, I, I have to mention this because it just kind of bothered me. I'm like listening to the news about this basketball player in uh, Vegas who's uh, married oh, to Oh, right. Who was it? Lamar, <laughs> oh, oh, Lamar something, right? Yeah, I was I reading about Odom, that this yeah. morning. Forgive sure. me, I don't follow All the drugs voice, that he had in his – yeah, yeah, neither do all I. All the drugs that he I, had I in his system. And all feed, over yeah. the news – and what did the news reports say? He took an herbal Viagra supplement. Even yeah. the guy who owned the, the brothel over there, and he was, I, mean, I guess yeah. he was about seven brothels in Vegas. He had to, we know he was on an herbal Viagra supplement. He was also <laughs> allegedly, you know, and allegedly um, had a lot yeah, of cocaine yeah, yeah. and other things, and yeah. we don't know yet. Yeah. But And I don't want to right. pile on anybody, especially. <laughs> sure. No, I, I, I understand. <laughs> I mean, it's classic, going, though, Jim, because, you know, well, yeah. Going back to what you said about culture, though, and people's problems, yeah. I mean, here you have this man who's uh, obviously quite accomplished as a basketball player uh, paying $75,000 to have a girlfriend experience uh, <laughs> in <laughs> two women for 72 hours in Vegas. You know, I'm yeah, sorry, not yeah, Vegas, but yeah. Nevada. you got to shake your head and say, what yeah. kind of society do we have? I, yeah, yeah. You know, in... in yeah. uh, and then, but, but the fact that herbal Viagra was mentioned, he yeah. died again. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, he had to hit twice. You know, first of yeah. all, with the ER visit. Secondly, <laughs> yeah. this unsuspecting yeah. athlete that just went to Nevada yeah. to have a good time. Right. You know, yeah. he's just he's taking herbal Viagra, a, right? He's besides, a horse, besides all the opiates a and uh, herbal Viagra. Yeah. yeah. And it's never mind all the alcohol and the you know. opiates and everything that's in there. Yeah, and whoever he is, I hope he pulls through, whatever. But it's like yeah. uh, the agenda, and I'm like listening, yeah. and I heard herbal Viagra. I'm like, oh, God. And there is a problem with herbal Viagra because it's yeah. spiking. It's it's technically yeah. adulteration. I mean, right. if you want to call yeah. it what it is, it, yeah. it needs to be labeled. It's not a dietary well, supplement you know, problem. It's an adulteration Jim, problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, federal regulators are too busy raiding raw milk farms, you know, and uh, farms that produce raw milk and make, uh, you know, make 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 cheese and 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 this type of thing that they can't they can't seem to get this together, you know. And and you also read about the fact that they're only looking at a, what is it less than ten percent of the food that's imported into this country they only test that for right. uh, for bacteria contaminants and all this other baloney and so yet they got they got absolutely no problem shaking you guys down and shaking uh shaking down uh, farms that are producing healthy good quality food it's crazy oh, absolutely you know? i mean yeah it, it is this is the culture that we're in it, it is the culture and it's like um i know i i, I had to mention that about the the ball player because I don't follow a lot of the popular uh, press or popular culture, but it would be interesting to see if anyone does track it, if it if that negative connotation to supplements actually resonates among young people. You know? Yeah, like that. I mean, yeah. the headlines that get blurted out because most people just follow headlines anyway. It's like, oh God, yeah. thank you, <laughs> right. thank you, Mr. Brothel owner, for t- mentioning three yeah. times about these. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right because that's that. That is exactly what the headlines read about this study. This this that was yeah. that was uh, uh, written about extensively in Scientific American. I mean, all the headlines that I read said, you know, uh, health supplements and uh, um, supplements, vitamins, send right. tens of thousands of people to the emergency room every year. And with the with the with the implication meaning they are not safe. Boom, that's it. And uh, you know, we were talking about earlier about the emailing back and forth about the the number. And I looked up those figures, like the number of of Tylenol in the United mm-hmm. States that the overdoses and it it runs in almost a hundred thousand people a year are uh, um, overdose on Tylenol every year uh, mm-hmm. and and then the the annual causes of death from prescription drugs are uh, in the neighborhood of fifty thousand, sixty thousand a year. You know, these are deaths too from just from, right. from prescription drugs. It you know? didn't just yeah. somebody waltz into an ER because they had a yeah. little heart palpitation from yep. taking too yep. much, you know, supplement. And yeah. we don't even know. You're right. I mean, it was yeah. oh, I had three cups of coffee that day too. Well, Compare that to in. heroin. <laughs> Here's some figures here: heroin overdose total, eight thousand a year. That's that's yeah. from 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 illegal heroin overdose, you know, from people who who use it on the streets. Only eight thousand people die a year from heroin overdose. F- almost fifty thousand people die a year from uh, from dr- uh, drug overdoses. You know, right. it's incredible, incredible. And, 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 
you're right. And in your research, I'm sure you came across the information that suggests that prescription drug overdoses are surpassing illegal drug overdoses. Yeah. Well, that's Which what I just, yeah, I mean, that's what I just oh, said sorry, yeah, from, uh, from, that's what I was talking about, was about, by, by, by a huge factor, you know, yeah. I mean, this is, you know, yeah, it's incredible, the amount that, that we're talking about here, you know, uh, the differences, and looking at some of these other figures, the, the number of people that die from, from the flu is, is, is about the same as the number of people who die from, uh, from, from prescription drug overdose every year, you know, right. and, uh, but they, but, but you, you can't, you can barely w- walk around the corner in any city without them offering some type of vaccine for flu. And it's a huge issue right, right now trying to force these vac- vac- cram vaccines. I got a, a big, huge pamphlet. It, uh, my, my, my children brought it home from school trying to sell the flu vaccine to all of us, which, uh, right. which I think is, is hugely problematic, uh, for, you know, for kids. And, uh, um, but, and that's a whole nother issue that I got to get but, into is about, the oh yeah, I know. We, these medications on children, and you right. know, it's unbelievable. And that's something maybe we, in the future you or I or bring on somebody else to have a discussion about this because it's getting out of control. You know, it really is getting out of control. The vaccine, yeah. and and not to belabor these death statistics from our friends at the establishment, but even our uh, this uh, while ago Bernie Sanders, uh, and, and I'm not saying Bernie Sanders because I like him or want him to win. <laughs> I'm just right. saying that he had a he released this in in a PR uh, uh, piece, which was actually not bad. He he pointed out that uh, 440,000 people die in uh, from preventable preventable medical errors in hospitals. That's a oh, huge yeah. number. I mean, that's a huge massive number. number. And it's like, well, they're yeah. dying. You're right. They're not just going in to have their heart checked. Yeah. Um, and he he did take some flack. Uh, for that, but you know, he, again, he has an agenda, whatever. But third leading cause of death in the U.S. are medical mistakes. It was a very controversial mm-hmm. piece, and it's funny how when the establishment picks that apart, they're like, "Oh, well, it's not really 440,000, and we can't really yeah. be blamed for all of them. They were sick yeah. anyway." It's like, okay, yeah. I just read your attack on, you know, like you say, <laughs> vitamins yeah. and supplements. So, yeah. thanks a lot. And there yeah. was another attack on uh, supplements. Uh, from the Scientific American, they they hit um, this uh, a, a small study which was dealing with um, uh, you know an, an antioxidant that they said mm-hmm. was exacerbating cancer, yeah. and that was another scare that scares people. You know the whole idea yeah, that fish oils. Antioxidant- you remember fish oils a couple of years fish ago? Fish oil got hit. Just recently, this yeah. ingredient called. It was kind of interesting, this ingredient called N-acetylcysteine that they gave to mouse. Now, N-acetylcysteine is referred to as NAC. People take it. They've been taking it in Europe for years. You feel a cold or flu coming on, you take NAC. It helps, it helps knock it out. What I found interesting was that they're actually, the study was kind of criticizing the glutathione repair system. Um, sorry, the glutathione uh, System in general, saying that well, if you have if your glutathione, the glutathione system itself can can cause a problem mm-hmm. um, with these tumors in somebody that has cancer already, it actually has this effect of protecting uh, you know a, a tumor cell. Bizarre, yeah. and I'm like, this doesn't read right. Then I started digging, and I thought, well, you know, and and found <laughs> curiously. You know, here is an MD who recently passed uh, by way, it's said of suicide, Dr. Gaynor from New York City. He was an oncologist. He used intravenous glutathione hmm. with his cancer patients. Well, wow. And I thought, oh, you know, that's really at odds with what alternative physicians are doing in clinical practice. They're giving IVs for their, on their cancer patients in their practice, and here is a hit, I'll call it a hit, um, on the mechanism which alternative practitioners are using. And I'm not, I want to make it clear, I'm not drawing any uh, conclusions or inferences or, I'm sorry, implications about Dr. Gaynor's death. It's been marked by some as uh, suspicious. However... You know, I was just digging up information on glutathione use, and his site came up first. And I thought, yeah, oh, that's yeah, the yeah. fellow that was, you know, recently yeah. um, 
yeah. among a long list of physicians that have passed, and some are saying under suspicious circumstances. Um, but uh, interesting hits, you know, against the industry and against um, what goes on. And, I mean, like you said, yeah. vaccinations are another yeah. very uh, troubling issue because of what happened in California with the, uh, mm, right. the law that was enacted um, yeah. uh, requiring children to get um, vaccines if they're planning on attending public schools. And it's been extended, yeah. I guess, to daycare workers and others. And a lot yeah. of people are saying, you know, if you read the Internet comments and the blogger comments, there are a few other states that have these laws mm-hmm. in place. They, didn't, they don't get the attention yeah. like Mississippi and a couple in the, right. the, the Northeast. So, but Maryland when California does laws, something, right? yeah. Yeah. You know, every, everybody watches when California does something and yeah. it gets a lot of attention. And yeah. we know that um, there is a bill sitting in the House right now by a Florida congresswoman um, that would make it a federal law that every child that's attending a public school get vaccinated. And um, there's no exemptions. Yeah. No, no exemptions wow. in that. Congressman Federico Wilson, and I looked at the bill. It apparently isn't getting much traction, but it's one of those things, and you know, you're close to the beltway there. You know how things like that can be thrown into another bill in a second. Absolutely, yeah. It could end up in a a 1,200-page spending bill that's just buried in there as an amendment, you know, and uh, And half the guys don't even show up to vote on it, on the amendment. So it it, it can absolutely happen and just get through, you know. And so there's all kinds of funny games that they do in the sausage-making side of things. But, you know, to get back to these reports, though, and these studies that are done, and we dedicated, you and I dedicated a whole show to 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 these these studies and and uh, the the, uh, the how how fake you know uh, millions of studies yeah. come out every year. I, well, we had to figure then. I think it was around two million studies are done every year, and uh, increasingly they're finding these guys are you know these 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 researchers are are uh, fudging their findings, the results. Mm-hmm. They make these outlandish claims. You know, people don't understand the difference between uh, um, uh, correlation and causation. You know, and this right. type of thing. And and uh, uh, while they may say there's a correlation. Between between X and Y, uh, then then it ends up in the uh, in a journalist writes and says that uh, you know this causes uh, researchers find that this causes cancer or something. And there was a study, I, the fish oil study that I talked about earlier that came right. out a couple of years ago. And in fact, I talked to my doctor about that. He and I had a good conversation about it because uh, I was there at, for a physical, and he was asking me what I take, and I told him what I take, and he said oh, okay. And I said you know I write, that was around that time that that fish oil study came out, and we had a conversation about it. And we were laughing because in that same study, they found a correlation between, it was a study that found found a link between fish oil and prostate cancer, I believe. And yeah. they also found in this study that the, the, the guys with the lowest incidence of prostate cancer in the study uh, drank and smoked, and uh, and there was one other thing in there too. I forget, but it was it was hysterical. So you could therefore say there's a correlation between people who drink and smoke and have a low incidence of prostate cancer at that point. You know, based on this study. And so this is even these doctors just see this and just roll their eyes and say this is absolutely absurd. You know, some of these it, studies and what they find out based on it. You're right. In in the in the study I'm talking about, which was on uh, October seventh. Antioxidants may make cancer worse. It's another one of these yeah. Scientific American headlines that scares the, you know what, out of people. Yeah, and right. I have some friends that are um, fighting uh, cancer, and they brought it to my mm-hmm. attention. And the friends are not yeah. uh, into alternatives yeah. at all. They're just saying, right. "Hey, what do you know about this?" and and really, right. literally freaking out. And I said, "Look, calm down. First of all." You know, you, you're not taking NAC, you're not taking any vitamins. But what yeah. it was interesting because what people are saying, they're like, well, can eating well cause cancer? <laughs> huh? No. And I'm like, because this is what happens when you put out this yeah. kind of noxious, sure. terrible misinformation. Because if, if you take it to its logical conclusion and apply it, the better you eat, the healthier yeah. your cancer cell is going to be. It's like, no, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. they're well you know there is a great deal with. of de- 
bait because I remember um, oh, what's his name Art Art Robinson I think is the guy's name. He puts out a uh, a study. He he has his own publication that he puts out. And yeah. I forget what it is off the top of my head, but he's big into he is big into some alternative health and things. And anyway, yes. but he had uh, um, uh, he was in an argument years ago with with Linus Pauling specifically right. about vitamin C, and that's the great debate over whether a high dosage of vitamin C can actually cause tumor cells to grow. And Correct. there is that debate over that. Linus Pauling absolutely says no way, no way, no way. Uh, but Art Robertson claims that, and other people claim that, no, in fact, that there were studies that showed that vitamin C could increase the size of, of tumor cells. And uh, but it's knowledge, and it's something to to you know to to at least be aware of that 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 people have looked at this. And you're right. Uh, and there is, honest, there is no a big. Yeah. There is an open question that people differ over on that point. You're right, and. Um, yeah. It, it goes along. There were some studies that showed that synthetic beta carotene exacerbates uh, cancer in those with lung cancer, and mm. it really hurt the supplement industry. The interesting, you know, the real story that we've written about in depth in our our report is that look, you know, first of all, we never sold synthetic beta carotene. We only sold yeah. natural beta carotene. Finally, vindicated after all those years of beta carotene bad, there was a study that no one's talking about in the press. It shows that natural beta-carotene, especially when it has alpha-carotene, this is the way it occurs mm. in nature, a carrot yeah. like a 66% beta, 33% alpha. There's a little, few other carotenoids in there. Um, and we have pushed uh, palm oil and, and pushed uh -huh. it, I say, in supplement form, concentrations of palm oil, the same composition along with other carotenoids. Is that the, what is it, the tocotrine, toc, how do you say tocotrinols in palm oil? Yeah, tocotrinols are, are extracted right. from palm oil, and then you have the other part, which are carotenoids, and yeah. now we have palm oil that have tocotrinols and carotenoids. And, uh, you know, the, the, one of the reps from the company, and they're a science-based company, he was jumping up and down when he sent me a study that finally vindicated beta-carotene. Yeah. You didn't yeah, see yeah. that in Scientific American, though. Even no. in this jerk articles, because they're, 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 they're talking about this old beta-carotene stuff. They're also talking right. about synthetic um, alpha-tocopherol, yeah. which is the synthetic right. vitamin E, which, uh, again, yeah, yeah. you know, it can it's be a DL alpha. It's DL alpha tocopherol. DL alpha, right? Synthetic, and, yeah. And DL alpha tocopherol, right? And, and the molecules the are actually different. It is my understanding. There's a lot of science behind this stuff. The molecule is actually different than uh, than the D alpha tocopherol, which is the natural vitamin E. So yeah, so so no wonder your body responds to it differently. It makes sense. Your, your body you know? does respond to it differently. And you know who sold synthetic beta carotene? It was Hoffman LaRoche. And I'm not going to hmm. name any companies, but there's huge companies here in Florida and other yeah. parts of the world. They're all about health and supplements. They were pushing, pardon me, the And it's crap. cheap. It's <laughs> cheap. It was very cheap. It was the miracle yeah. cure. And, you know, Tom took it, Tom Valentin took it on very strongly. Oh, this is nonsense. And we're not going to yeah. touch it. It's, again, you know, yeah. we're not going to touch it. But here we, here we go to, um, you know, something that in, in one of the stories that you uh, – graciously ran in the American Free Press about the problems with uh, GMOs and glyphosates and, you know, this, this product called Roundup. I mean, there was a study oh, yeah. that was done in France, and they did it with sea urchins, and they put Roundup on this, you know, these sea urchins. They watched the development. They found these, these mutations in cell divisions, and they said, hey, this disrupts cellular mechanisms they did a fair they did some fair and honest work reputed you don't see that in scientific american warning people about no sure and that's what that's what really is offensive you know to the point yeah. of um we just shake our heads we're like okay yeah. thanks you know thanks for being the 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 yeah. the scientific uh journal of record in america for getting it so right. long um, yeah. But you know, Jim, we've talked about this, and we were talking about it earlier. Is that you know, Americans, you, you can, you can, we can react about you know to, to this, but 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 in 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 this country, you can either be a sponge and you can just absorb whatever's thrown at you, or you can be active and, right. and you can go out and you can try to, to educate yourself uh, about the information that's out there. And there is the information is out there, and and there are a lot of uh, of people out there who are providing good, solid uh, information about this right. from 
really, and, and let's face it, that there is science behind this. I mean, this is not like you know that that the 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 this so-called scientific community wants to paint the alternative uh, uh, medicine uh, community, the universes out there, paint them as a bunch of ludites, you know, who are fighting the introduction of light bulbs and the introduction of science. And that's not true at all, because these companies, in my experience, running with dealing with with these companies who are involved in this are are studying this and and breaking yeah. it down and approaching from a scientific perspective on it. You're right. You know? And they yeah, and and so so you can't say that these guys are not interested. They just want they they essentially are are a bunch of hippies out in the field and not I'm not, you know, not to knock around hippies. I like hippies, but I'm just saying, you know, just a bunch <laughs> of hippies out in the field who are smoking weed and harvesting uh, you know, apples and telling people that uh, you know that that uh, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. This type of stuff. It's not it's not like that, you know. These are scientists and professors and highly educated people who are looking at this. And one of the guys that used to write for me is a who who was a, a huge proponent of taking mega doses of vitamin C, 15 to 20 grams a day, was a was a uh, retired rocket scientist, you know, and had an extensive background in chemistry, and very educated man. And he was right. the one that actually turned me on to the whole debate between uh, Linus Pauling and some of these other guys about that. And he still believed in taking high doses of vitamin C, in spite right. of it, because he was educated about it and he was intelligent about it and approached it from that perspective. So it's uh, you know, and that's really what burns me up about reading these articles and about listening to these people and uh, listening to people talk about you know, God, I read this article and I'm sure you deal with it all the time, far less than me. But listening to people who say, oh, I can't take fish oil, man, they just did that study there and it says that that I'm going to get cancer if I take fish oil, you know, right? Or people who say, oh, homeopathy doesn't work. It's it's you know, they've proven that it's garbage and I mean, they haven't proven anything. They've just had a study on it, and of which we know that most of these studies are, are well, not most of them, but many of these studies are bogus, you know. Well, there. and you're 100% right about that because the, um, um, it, it, like we said in a previous uh, discussion on this point with this medical research issue, how there might be thousands of years of successful use with a particular herb, and then all of a sudden, you know, the white-coated science establishment mm. declares it ineffective. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> How did that happen? You know, that yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hippocrates and all the great uh, people will write about something. You know, were they all just nuts? Not at all. Yeah. And the Chinese have extensive history in studying these they things, do. you know. They do. And it goes yeah. way back. And then you have one study in a double-blind, placebo-controlled study from a major university funded by a major corporation says, oh, it's all a bunch of horse manure. Sorry. It's all Stop host, taking and it. And then five years later, they come out with something similar yeah. to it, <laughs> except yeah, it's available exactly. by prescription. And, there you um, go, yeah. yeah. It, 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 I know, and, and that's where science and, and politics and economics yeah. have major right. conflicts, definitely. Right. Um, so yeah, it is. It is fascinating. It's, it's a fascinating subject, really, because it affects. Well, uh, Jim, let me ask you a question. How do you feel about standardizing some of these? Because I mean, that was a big trend. It still is, you know, where they offer some type of uh, an herbal, you know, something, uh, but standardized with this exact percentage of the active constituent in it. And uh, um, you know, I mean, from your perspective, how do you do you feel about that? Because that that is that is a growing trend. Rather than just take dried up, say, hawthorn. And you're you're taking a hawthorn that is with a standardized amount of uh, um, you know with a guarantee that is no less than this percentage of uh, of the active constituent in it. Is that unnecessary? It's an excellent question, and it's funny because we have uh, there you know you've identified the two major schools on herbology, the whole plant versus standardization, and over the years we've had we do have uh, different formulas. Many of them are most of them are standardized. And some are not. And uh, not to sound like a waffler, but when it comes to standard, when it comes to wanting constituents that have been identified and make sense, we have them in formulas. Like for instance, olive leaf. Um, it's standardized to 16% oleoropin. There are many other parts of olive leaf that are very helpful, um, and we, uh, a good company for instance, that makes standardized extracts, will standardize a constituent, and they'll also include as much of the leaf as possible back into the into the product. And we always look for those people that do because they admit, and these people would trend more towards your 
your science, uh, you know, your pharmaceutical mind when it comes to herbology because they're saying, look, sure the plant has benefit. We've identified this marker in it. This is what's providing the benefit. So we want to guarantee that no matter what leaf you get, it has a minimum of this. So, and that makes enough sense, and that's why um, in Europe, when I say, like uh, I've said in the past, well, our companies have a tradition of supplying to the medical market in Europe, they go along with that philosophy of, mm-hmm. of standardization. Now, um, doctor, uh, um, we, we have herbologists that uh, we have some of their products over the years, and they, they don't agree with that. They say, look, um, you need the whole plant. This is the way it comes in nature. Um, Dr. Christopher is sort of, you know, the philosophy, the leading proponent. Um, and what we find is that in some, depending on the product, if you have too much of something, um, it can also be bad. And that's where we do give credit to the to the white lab coats when it comes to yeah. herbal, and they have a, a term for pharmacognosy over in Europe. They They actually, this is a very serious question to them about, hey, you know, we have Hawthorne, you mentioned. Maybe we, when we're standardizing it, we don't want a certain part of it, which can cause a problem. We're going to exclude that mm-hmm. out. That doesn't get licorice, a right? Lot. Licorice root is a good example yeah. of that, is my understanding, right? Because there are some things that actually can can be very good for digestion, for that. But but there are some aspects if you take a lot of it that can be problematic. So they've tried right. to eliminate those, yeah, in the standardization. Yeah, the DGL, sure. right? They de. de- yeah. Right. Glycerinated licorice, I think is what it is, right? Isn't that Correct, it? yes. Think, and does that sound right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, it does, and, and that's um, and it's not something we ever carried, not because it's bad, we just didn't, yeah. um, but it's you're right. I mean, that's a perfect example of a standardization or an extraction process. And to go back to this, and I'm kind of picking on the, the whole herb people in one sense where they say, well, you know, it's not natural to standardize. Well, technically speaking, it's not natural to make an extract. <laughs> you know, even yeah, the alcohol, yeah, yeah. you know, like Christopher, yeah. well, what was so natural about extracting out whatever you're extracting? Right. I mean, all we're doing is further extracting right. and refining. Yeah. Right. And um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very good point. So, and, and a lot of drugs become uh, pure molecules mm. of, that standardized component, like with olive leaf. They tried to, I say they, uh, the drug company doesn't come to mind, one of them, tried to synthesize oleoropin successfully, and they couldn't. Yeah. Huh. And, and, you know, and it, it is, it's a fascinating field. And yeah. with olive leaf, we've incorporated, uh, last year we put standardized hydroxytyrosol, which is already naturally occurring, and now in a new formula, we're putting in some triterpenes, which exist, and we're standardizing them just to make sure that as hmm. much of the, that leaf is in the product as possible. Because even though there are very good reports, oleoropin, you know, blood pressure, yeah. great study from Switzerland. Uh, they did it with twins, small study, but still very impressive, helping blood pressure um, levels and, and olive leaf extract, the one that we carry. Um, Still, though, there are so many other parts of that leap that aren't studied <laughs> that we yeah, don't know yeah. what it could do. You know, right? Yeah. Well, it's it's you know that it, it's important, and and I, I remember the old the old adage, right, where people would say, um, you know, things like if you're having a heart attack, you're not going to go outside and and uh, start shoveling a bunch of foxglove into your mouth. You're going to you know take nitroglycerin or or some derivative of that, you know, in order to right. uh, to treat that immediately. And so, and that's kind of where the science comes into it. But but overall, uh, you know, for lifestyle changes and for just general health. In particular, you know that, that I, I know you guys do that, where you found better results by mixing certain things together to get a better reaction, rather than take straight Correct. magnesium. You mix it in a uh, with other minerals to help improve your body and how your body absorbs it. And these are long-term, you know, goals that that people need to, or long-term uh, treatments that people need to incorporate into their lifestyle, rather than just you know go there, pop a pill for a period of time and be done with it, and change your yeah. diet and exercise, reduce stress, this type of stuff, and very important. Uh, it is. Uh, you know aspects right. of it, and so and this is what what is missed largely in in our culture 
Um, you know, it's ironic because I've met a lot of, of these journalists over the years and a lot of guys who write for these establishment publications. And, uh, you know, and, and these guys recognize that, listen, you know, I'm writing for a big corporation, so I'm writing what the big corporation wants me to write. It's not what I actually believe and what I'm putting, you know, what I'm putting out there. And these guys are, are paid prostitutes. That's what effectively what they do. And right. so it, it's, you know, when, when you when you talk to them, it's a very different attitude necessarily than when you actually read an article that they churn out. Now, I don't know about the guys over at Scientific American and, you know, that, that they've been burned a number of times over the years with some stupid stuff that they've put out. And uh, this this arrogant attitude that, uh, you know, science knows everything yeah. and and uh and it's 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 been it's been trouble for them over the years so whatever so you're gonna, right i'd like to just ignore it but unfortunately you can you know because it's everywhere it's pervasive and but you uh, can and, they, up, and that's a know. part of and it, 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 we can't ignore it because it's unfortunately a part of the yeah. agenda you know like yeah. it, it exists yeah. and why are they pushing it now and yeah. Ugh. Well, Jim. Yeah, we spent another hour here, <laughs> <laughs> and I had four more things I wanted to talk about here. You Me know? too. I know. We, we had the stories. I mean, we had. I'm just the, looking um, at my list. And I we, know. We never got off it. You know. Yeah. The the, the story yeah. that you're going to run um, in um, the uh, American Free Press about polio shedding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that was one big like, topic we, we wanted gotta, to talk about. I Huge come... issues. It was huge. Gotta I know we got to make it a whole show, though. I think. I know. Get back here and, and do this again. And uh, well, I, uh, Jim, listen. I want to thank you for coming on. Absolutely, it's always a pleasure having you on. And you, you, you speak so. You know, you, you don't. Toward the end of it, you started getting into all the specifics and the constituents and the and the you know and the the alphabet soup of everything. But but uh, which is which is great, and it's good that people hear that because it shows demonstrates just how you know uh, uh, knowledgeable a background you have in this. But when you speak normally you speak, you know, such a, um, it, it's easy for people to understand, you know, and, and that's really, I think, is for, for, for the, the layman, you know, before we start getting into deglycerinated licorice and all this other talk like that. So Thank you it's, for uh, reminding much better, me. I, I think, can, for that. No, I can, yeah. listen, I, I, I don't want to bore anyone, and unless you're really <laughs> into it, you're right. So get, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I try to but, fight but it is, that it, over-specification. It's worth talking about it because people think again that you know I don't want to use that that oh, I hate to use that analogy here but you know we're a bunch of hippies out there uh, that are that are just interested in uh, you know popping uh, eating some some uh, weeds that are growing out there outside our yeah. house and and this is not really what this is what this is about this is about access to health and, uh, and this is about uh, educating it yourself is, and learning it, about your own health and yeah. It is, and, and and not not to go all constitutional again in this idea yeah. of liberty, but it's our body, you know. And if yeah. we want to think about it, um, this is certainly not hippie to ask the question of why I don't have more yeah. control over my own body, and why yeah. I have to petition and plead to yes. resist a government mandated vaccine. It doesn't matter what I you know like it or not. Yeah. What about right. the old idea that I should pay for the consequences of my own decisions? Yeah. And yeah. we're, you know, we're allowed to do, uh, I say allowed, even, you know, even to raise that question is, is obnoxious to anybody that really should understand liberty and freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in this country, it's not they... like that because we've had I've had people guests on before. We've talked about this, and they've even read. I, I, I remember I had from the Farm Food Freedom Coalition, I think is what it was, and they read the, the some of these these court rulings that say that Americans, you do not have a right to eat whatever you want. Oh right, you know? and absolutely. Court and rulings that are out there that the courts well, have decided, you know, that that I'm... that you, you and I do not have a right to eat what we want to eat. It's ridiculous. It is, and I know, and and that's something that we've talked about in another context. You don't have yeah. a constitutional right to get the treatment that you want, and they take that idea. Well, there's no fundamental right over your own body. Why would you have fundamental right over your own food source? Yeah. It's yeah, like you yeah, don't yeah, have yeah, the yeah. fundamental right to eat uh, the wheat that you've grown, you know, Wicker D. Yeah. Filburn. Um, no, you know it, it's insanity, really, and it, it it it's it's completely contrary to anybody that understands freedom. And it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or a Republican or you know a socialist or a libertarian. Everybody should say, look, you know, it's my body, and then mm. laws should flow from your own yeah. natural right. I mean, whether it came right. from God or whether it came from reason right. or who cares, it exists. 
Well, you know, social liberals would argue, hey, when it comes to women's rights and abortion and things, I have a right to my own body, and I can, you know, and and uh, and so you can't tell me what to do with my body. And then you listen well, to Republicans. Got- Republicans will say, hey, when it comes to you know the my freedom and and everything I have, you can't tell me what to think, and you can't yeah, tell, you me, can't what tell do, me not to, you know, right? You can't tell me not to own a gun. What to do with my private property? You know this type Uh, of thing. So why can't we all just come together and say, government, you don't have a right to tell us what to do? You know, (laughs) what to eat? (laughs) Right. I know. Or or what if I don't want that vaccine? Well, and then and that's what we'll get into in a future show. Hopefully, we talk about the the whole shedding issue, which cuts both ways. I mean, they have people believing that if you're not vaccinated, somehow you're going to contaminate others, and it's just nonsense. When it's it's quite the opposite. Well, Jim, I'm going to let you go here so you can get back to your busy day. I know. And I'm going to get back we went to my over time, and we, here and we have good. many things to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we keep going here. But listen, thanks, and I want to thank the listeners for, for listening and tuning in here today to The Farm. Uh, every Friday I'm on 11 o'clock Eastern Time, uh, talk about some great, great, great uh, topics, great guests on. So uh, thanks, everybody, for spending an hour of your day listening, and I want to invite you back next week. Also, check out the website, overthrow.com. And uh, Jim Spoonie is from Caratech. Please go to his website, caratech.com. Uh, check out all the uh, the great health information, and not even all health information, general information. Educate yourself. Be smart. Be intelligent. Take control of your body. Take control of you. Thanks a lot, Jim, and I uh, hope everybody Thank has you. a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning into The Farm Radio Show on the Overthrow Radio Network, hosted by Blog Talk Radio. The Farm airs live every Friday from 11 a.m. to noon Eastern Time. Overthrow Radio Network has other great shows as well. On Mondays, tune into History Today with host Paul Angel from 10 to noon Eastern Time. And every Wednesday, there's Who's the Bad Guy with host Dave Gahari from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. For more details, check out Overthrow Radio Network's website at overthrowradio.com. And please take a moment to make a donation to support Free Speech Radio. If you value free speech in the United States, you should definitely support it. Have a great rest of your day, and see you next week.